This is Tax Chats. Hello, I'm Scott Dyring. And I am Jeff Hoops. And we're here to chat about taxes. Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Tax Chats. I'm Scott Dyring, professor of accounting at Duke University, and I am joined, as always, by Jeff Hoops, professor of accounting at the University of North Carolina, and Professor Hoops has challenged me to an unknown challenge this morning. Jeff, issue your challenge. Here's the challenge. Yesterday, Scott and I were on a different uh, call doing actual work, and I noticed that the Queen of England is no longer with us. And I was kind of heartbroken, like the Queen, just as much as anybody else. And I said this in the call, and Scott told me, you are so behind the times. This happened two hours ago. That's like way in the past. And we talked a little bit about the Queen, and it turned out Scott fancies himself an expert on the royal family, on the monarchy. He lived in uh, in England for like four months, and now he thinks like he's the, the, uh, the royal expert. Well, I don't in fact think that. Jeff has imposed that belief upon me. But we shall see what his question is for me today. Okay, so then the question for Scott. Long the live royal, the king, by the way. Long live the long king. Long live the king. So after the question and your hopefully correct answer to the question, I also have one more update on this. Oh, okay. It's, it's I'm, by the way, Jeff told me the topic that he wanted to ask me about, but I know I, I did not do any research and I do not and know the exact question. Forbidden. Forbidden from researching. So I know okay. nothing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Scott Diary. Yes, sir. Does the queen, and now I guess the king, pay taxes? Okay. So <laughs> my guess is it's- Hold on. And don't go into incidents. Oh, they remit. They don't I'm pay. I'm not going to go into burden? incidents. You We're know what I'm talking about, about here. You're talking you know about what I'm talking remitting about. taxes to the government. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. My guess is yes with an asterisk. And here's why, okay? I'm almost certain that I remember from my amazing four months in England, which was amazing. I really enjoyed, but I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about the royal family. I seem to remember that the royal family gets some kind of stipend from the government, which is kind of like the opposite of taxes. But I'm guessing that their investments and so forth would still be, their, their personal private investments would be still subjected to tax, um, and I'm also guessing that all of their properties are exempt from tax because nobody would even know how to value those. And they're kind of like state of England owned things, I would guess, even though they're kind of not state of England owned things. So I'm guessing they pay tax on their investment income and they do not pay property tax and they receive a stipend from the government of like some crazy amount of money and lots of other perks that are probably tax free. How did I do? Okay. The queen, and now I guess the king, I guess if he opts to, pays tax. <clears throat> so if you go to royal.uk, there's a whole thing about this. They want to ensure that the queen pays taxes. It says, in 1992, the queen volunteered to pay income tax and capital gains tax. And since 1993, her personal income has been taxable as for any other taxpayer. So I guess previous to that, there was some kind of a, some kind of thing that got the royal family out of taxes. And again, you know, what is the, the tax? 
what would it be on? It's like you said, they own all sorts of land. They own like the most obvious things, the crown jewels. They own these palaces, all this kind of stuff, and some of which generate income. I mean, they have, I'm understanding, looking a, a tiny bit into this morning, they have hundreds of millions of dollars of income generated from these kinds of assets. They have tens of billions of dollars of assets, depending on how you value them. I guess what's the market value of Windsor Castle? Who knows? Uh, but the queen, and now I guess the king, if he continues to do so voluntarily, voluntarily, subjects the royal family to these taxes, which I thought okay, was pretty so, fascinating. So it is very fascinating. So here's a question. I, I When I went and toured the Tower of London. Yeah. This, I was there this this uh, summer. It's great. So you went this summer. I went a few summers ago. With and I've been feeders. a couple of times. When I went on that tour, I paid like <laughs> what seemed to me like crazy amount of money. Seems yeah. like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't, but it seemed like it was a lot. Especially um, when you multiply it by like 50 for all your kids. Well, I got so many kids. Yeah. Multiplying it by all my kids. It was expensive. So we could walk through a room very quickly and look at the crown jewels, which I always wonder if they're even the real crown jewels. Um, is that property owned by the royal family? Do they make I, money on it? I don't know about the Tower of London specifically. Um, but some things like but that. Some things like that, I believe, are. And some and okay. some property that's like you wouldn't know that's like leased out for all sorts of different purposes. I mean, I started looking into it this morning and I realized it's like I was peering down this deep rabbit hole. And this morning I thought, eh, I don't got time to go into this. It's complicated, but they got a lot of stuff. And the point is, they do pay taxes. Okay, are you ready for the next tax update on? Well, one one last question. Do you yeah. know? My recollection is that the royal family used to get like some kind of a royal stipend. So they a lot of this income, I guess, from this morning they hand over to the government and then they get back this kind of stipend. There's like I see. money flowing in both directions. So I wonder if the royal stipend is taxable income, kind of like uh, our social security payments would be. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's Someone the next... from England needs to call in and we'll have like a British family tax episode with somebody who actually knows stuff. Yeah. Unlike us. Okay. So here's the next tax update from the, again, very sad death of the queen. Ready for this? Yes. The British tax authority will be forced to change its name. <laughs> yes, this I do know. It's amazing. So it as was we, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. Now it uh, has to be His Majesty's Revenue and Customs. So um, why? Maybe it's convenient that they just use HMRC for everything because yeah. they don't have to change all. Yeah. Of that so the stuff. letterhead all says HMRC, but I actually asked when I was in the UK this this uh, summer. I asked them so if if heaven forbid the Queen dies, would the name change? I said yeah, but it's mostly just says HMRC. So H is just H. Anyways, so but there you go. Very convenient. Now if you're spelling it out, his his Majesty's. Well, when we Revenues say long live the King, if he lives to be ninety six, like his mother, that's quite impressive. Honestly, I hope I lived Quite in 96. Impressive. Not only lived, but was active. I mean, yeah. she was yeah. doing stuff. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. That's it. I'm that's afraid my challenge. With the, uh, with the number of Cokes I drink per week, my odds of living to 96 as a healthy human being are low. It's fine. We'll live with it. Anyway, we'll see. Okay. Well, that's it. it's a sad day in England, but uh, an interesting day in the tax world. His Majesty's Revenue and Customs coming to town. Anything else, Jeff, or is that it? That's it. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Tax Chats, a short edition. I'm Scott Dyring, professor of accounting at Duke University, and I'm joined, as always, by the amazing royal family expert, Jeff Hoops, at the University of North Carolina. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.